Welcome back to another edition of Every Step of the Way Bible Study Discussion Group. Um, a little more information about us. We're more of a discussion forum. A group of brothers just get together every Tuesday and talk about the gospel, share the gospel, share scriptures. And we tie it in with real life situations and, and try to make it plain. And, and hopefully everybody can relate to it. And, and we try to just bounce things off each other and make it make sense to to the average man or even a seasoned, even a seasoned person in the word. So hopefully you enjoy it. It's the group discussion everyone wants more of. The type of conversation people want to be a part of. We share the gospel, scriptures, and we talk real life situations. You've heard us and followed us on Facebook Live. Now you can watch us right here on the Vision Live Network. The wait is over. It's now time for the Hour of Truth. Welcome to the Every Step of the Way Bible Discussion Podcast. The Real starts now. What made me realize it was how you got a nine years old son wear a size 10 and a half in the men's shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. That had, that had cash after, like, we will give cars and all that stuff, man. So uh, my boy in Sumter, that, who worked for me at Belk, he's a Sumter County deputy. So I screenshotted it over to him, and he went by the house. He like, man, he said, y'all, he said, did y'all send anything yet? I said, he said, don't do it. Hmm. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. Hey, man. Hey, man, that's the world we're living in. It's mm-hmm. a sad thing. Bro, I got, I got, like, I got, uh, Two people I went to school with, they getting ready to go shopping. Like mm-hmm. they getting ready to go shopping. They just waiting for me to get the sizes from you. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like they don't have stuff, but they want to be a part of helping. Anyway, thank you, brother George. All right, let us let us look to the Lord. So, grace and merciful Father, we come once again thanking you for this hour, these minutes, and these seconds that we're going to be together in your Word. Yes, Lord. Father, we ask that you show up and show out. Father, we know that you are the Lord of Lords and you're King of Kings, and beside you there is no other. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the love that is going across these airways on tonight. Father, we thank you, Lord, that, that you are Abba, you are our Father, you're Yahweh, you're Shore, you're Elohim. Father, we just want to come and give you the glory on tonight. Yes, Lord. And Father, we thank you for Jesus. If it had not been for the Lord on our side, where would we be? I thank you for the men that every man that's on this call tonight. And the ones that are listening, Lord, let the word go through these airways, go from every heart, every mind, every soul, and every spirit, Lord, that the word will touch them in such a way. They will, even if somebody is on here, it's not even say, they say, Lord, what must I do to be saved? Now, God, we ask that you touch the man of God on tonight, touch it from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet. Brother Charles, as he comes and brings forth your word. Father, we know that we, 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 we keep this word, we hide this word deep in our heart that we not sin against thee. Father, we thank you, we love you, and we adore you. For yes. in Jesus' name we pray. And let all God's people say amen. 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 What a powerful prayer, Brother George. Before I turn it over to Brother Charles, man, I just want I want anybody who's watching this to, to for me personally, my goal is if 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 someone becomes curious and interested in Jesus. I feel like we've done our job. So that's just my personal, what I hope to get from this tonight. I know brother, brother Charles is going to knock it out of the park 
And with that being said, I turn it over to Brother Chalk. Oh, thank you guys. Uh, this ain't gonna be long. Uh, but before I get started, um, I, I, I want to uh, give a shout out to uh, Brother George. George, you helped me in a way that I can uh, express myself or show my feelings to another, uh, to one of my brothers. Because you, whenever you come on and you tell the brothers, brethren, how much you love them, and to hear that man from a, from a, from from a brother, from a man, that helps me out a lot. Mm -hmm. Before, because in the past I kind of had a little problem with telling, uh, well, you know, telling another man that you love him, but that was, and 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 that was me operating out of ignorance. That love is the love of Christ. Mm -hmm. That you helped us to understand this and and to see now. I don't mind telling another brother I love. Thank you. God be the glory. Yes, God be the glory. that's the love of Christ that's within us, and you helped me or helped us to uh, to see that. And I thank you, brother. Thank you. Love you, man. You. We definitely appreciate it. We God definitely appreciate it, man. That's it. That's God it. I like that. Thank you, God. God bless you. Thank you. Um, you know, last week Glenn was talking about the. Uh, about the anointing. Uh, last week's lesson was, um, it was so good, man. I, I really didn't want that lesson to end. And, and with Glenn last, last week, uh, I saw the, uh, the anointing of God on my brother, how he was teaching. And, 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 and the good part about that teaching is, we all, as a believer as a, and a follower of Christ, we have an anointing also. Yes, yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And, and, and the good part about that is I don't have to be envy of Glenn. I don't have to be envious of George, Jerome, Todd, Josh, Prentice, whoever. I don't have to be envy of that anointing. God has blessed me and, and each and every one of you with the anointing, and we have to operate in that anointing, anointing that God has given us with. And from that lesson last week, I came up with a, with a little topic, uh, test out your armor for your Goliath. And, I, <laughs> and I told you guys, um, uh, Todd, he played baseball. He was big five, and uh, <laughs> he was good. And uh, Jerome, uh, what do you call Lil J, Big J, Baby J, Baby J. Yeah, they, okay. hey, they still got shirts they wear around here. See that, Baby J. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and Jason. I, I want to ask each and every one of you: Have you ever been booked? Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of And, and what I'm, what I'm, why I'm saying that is if we look at the story, look at the, look at the event with, 
with uh, David and Goliath. Let's, let's look at this, this scripture. And, and I'm, uh, um, before I go any further, if you're being bullied, Todd, George, how would you handle it? How would you do? What would you do if you're being bullied? Would you allow that inner man to come out? Or what would you do? Big five? Um, uh, um, <laughs> try to keep this PG. Uh, <laughs> I, I've always had a dominant personality. So any, anything I confronted head on and face to face and, and, and with a passion generally. So I don't really know nothing about bullying to me. I think I always thought bullying was a new thing because it's just something I never dealt with. I done got beat up. I done got beat up, but I no not bullied. No, to me, when I hear bully, is somebody are bigger, better, stronger that taking advantage of someone less than that, and and I just never dealt with that. I don't know if I did a good job of asking it. No, okay, uh, hey, I can understand that. Well, let's look. Let's look at this uh, this event here in First uh, Samuel with David. And, and Goliath. And my scripture is 1 Samuel 17, right. 39 through 40. Mm -hmm. and, and that says, and David girded his, let's put 38, and Saul armed David with his armor, and he put a helmet of brass upon his head. Also, he armed him with a coat of mail. That's out of King James 39. And David girded his sword upon his armor and started to walk, for he could not, for, but for he had not proved the armor. And David said unto Saul, I cannot, I cannot go with these, for I have not proved them, attested them, and right. David put them off. Mm -hmm. Any of you guys ever tried to operate in 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 someone else or knowing someone or knowing that was kind of attractive to you, or you tried to operate in it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But but watch now, watch David and David, and he and look what he said and and David put them off and he took his staff in his hand and mm -hmm. he chose five smooth stones out of the brook and put them in the shepherd bag, which he had even in a, in a strip, and his, and, his, and his sling was in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistine. This thing was, <clears throat> saw, I mean, uh, Goliath was a bully. <laughs> the reason I'm saying Goliath was a bully, if we go, if we go back, in 17 and start at verse, uh, let's see, let's just say, let's start at verse one, 17. And the Philistines gathered together their armies to battle and were gathered together at Sikom, which belongeth to Judah and pitched between Sikom and Achana, these some hard words, man, and Espadam or whatever. <laughs> and so, and the men gathered together, pitched in the valley of Elam, 
set the battle to array against the Philistine. Now we got two armies, one on one side of the mm-hmm. mountain, two on, on the other side, and there's a battle. Now watch. <clears throat> now look at verse, um, let's see where we at, verses eight. We're talking about bullet. And he says, and he stood and cried unto the armies of Israel and said, that's Goliath unto them. Why are you come out to set yourself battle in array? Am I not a Philistine and a servant? And ye are servants of Saul? You notice the Philistine, you notice Goliath, he didn't say that the Israelites were the children, was the, was the army of God. He said that they were Saul's people. Choose you a man for you and let him come down. If he be able to fight with me and kill me, then we will be your servants. But if I prevail, prevail against him and kill him, then ye shall be our servants. You shall serve us. And this man went on and on for 40 days. <laughs> 40 days. 40, he came out in the morning. And in the evening, now look at this now, now verse 11. And when Saul and all the Israel heard the words of the Philistine, verse 11, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. That bullying and this man coming out 40 days and 40 nights, hearing these words from this man, they allowed that word to get in their spirit And once that word they heard got into their spirit, they started developing fear. And when that fear rolls up in them, everybody, the whole army refused to go out and fight. And and while I'm saying this, test out your armor for your Goliath. In life, sometimes life will send a Goliath against you the old Goliath might be on your job. Right. Goliath might be your health. Mm-hmm. Your Goliath might be your family, your family members, or it could be a neighbor. It all depends. But we all have a Goliath in our lives somewhere. And what and what I mean by a Goliath, it's like I used to work for the railroad. And then 20, that's it, in 03, I got hurt on my job. And I remember before I got hurt, God, I was at the station one morning and God asked me, if the railroad no longer need your service, what will you do? Hmm. Hmm. Let me tell you my response was where I was at at that time. I told the Lord, that will never happen, Lord. Listen, that will never happen because I got 27 years of service. I'm good at my job. I enjoy my job. I travel. I train. So with my 27 years, I might not be in Greenville, South Carolina, but I can go somewhere and work. That was my response to God. In less than a year, I got hurt. With my 27 years, and I could no longer perform on my job, I told the Lord that I would always be there. 
here being the head of the household, God is blessing my family. And here I am down, hurt my back. I'm down in my back. I can't work. I can't walk. My wife having to help me to take a shower. My wife having to help me to walk. I'm laying in the bed. And here it is. My salary went to $15 a day. $15 a day is $75 a week. Right. And here it is. I'm having these thoughts and my Goliath started talking to me. Now, you going to tithe out of that $75? Okay. <laughs> huh? Jesus. What you going to do with that $75? Where's your God now? Mm-hmm. Don't make it. You can't even walk. You got to have somebody to help you walk. Where is your God? How you? Why did your God let this happen to you? And listening at that giant, listening at that that that, that those lies that my go life was telling me, I got angry with God. Mm-hmm. Listening to what Goliath said, telling me lies, and I believed it because my circumstances led me to at a point where I couldn't function. I had to depend on God. So I don't know whether any of you guys have ever been in that situation that you ever been in where Goliath has talked to you in any kind of way. Life, going through life, some things can happen where you have to talk to your Goliath and stand to your Goliath and slay your slay your Goliath. Right. Because the Bible says it tells us that we have armor. And it tells us that greater is he that he that that he is in you than he does in the world. But when your Goliath approaches you, you have to do the same thing David did. I'm just using David. David says that, <clears throat> let's see where we at now. Look at verses 46. Let's, see, let's, let's, let's get 45 in chapter 17. Then David said to the Philistine, thou comes to me with a sword. Now David had already prepared. He already had his slain. He already mm-hmm. had his his uh, uh his stones huh? and ready and then David said unto the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and a spear and with a shield. Now watch how David puts the word of the Lord in his mouth. He said, "But I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the army of Israel, whom thou hast defiled." Then he said, this day, this day, you know, life and death is in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit of. Then he said, this day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand, and I will smite thee and take thy head from thee, and I will give, what? 
the heart of the host of the Philistine this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. And see, with us as believers and followers of Christ, mm -hmm. we can't allow, and this is from my, from my past experience, you can't allow your circumstances to fill you with fear. Right. You have to talk to your circumstance. You have to talk to your situation that you're in. Mm -hmm. You have to talk to it with the word of God because we were and we created in the image and likeness of God. And in the beginning, God said, let there be light. And there was light. Uh, yes, sir. So, even with when I lost my, I mean, I, I wasn't able to work. I struggled to a certain extent, but yet at the same time, God provided for us. God shall supply all of our needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. We never missed a meal. We never missed a payment on anything. With that $75 a week, I don't know how he did it. Mm -hmm. And now, as a believer and a follower of Christ, when we talk to our circumstances, when we talk to our situation, when that giant come on my job and that giant threatens to fire me off my job, that's when I can say, God. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. Then I can say, no weapon formed against me shall prosper, and every tongue that come in judgment, I condemn it in the name of Jesus. Then I can say, great is he that's me that he is in the world. And when you talk to yourself, when you're talking to your giant, and you're hearing them words, when you're hearing the word of God coming out of your mouth, that's increasing your faith. Has anybody ever had to talk to your circumstance and talk to your situations? Absolutely. <laughs> I've, been, I've been singing to it the last couple of weeks. That's good. That's good. Now, <clears throat> Paul said that as a, as a um, believing follower of Christ, he talks about the armor of God. He said, put on the whole arm. In the Ephesians, Ephesians 6, gentlemen. Anybody got any questions? Any comments? Oh, Jerome, George, anybody got anything? I can attest to what you were saying. I can remember um, being tested. Um, I remember when I got out of the military, and anybody that's ever been in the military, um, my wife just kept on, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And see, um, and she kept on and she kept on. And I said, do you believe in God? She said, what do you mean? I said, do you believe that what we had when God, what we had before, God took care of us then? Don't you believe God would take care of us now? It's the same God. Amen. The military, I lost 50% of my, I lost half of my income. Mm. And she kept on, you know what I told her? I said, I'm putting it in God's hands. Amen. That's and it. I I put it in God's hand. I went and worked out at Best Buy. 
I lost 50% of my income, but God supplied all of our needs because I thought about it. I said, I said, don't you know? I said, I told my wife, I said, look, God is Jehovah Jireh. He's mm -hmm. the Alpha. Right. God, God is going to supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory in heaven. Amen. So you believed him back then when I had the money. Why won't you believe him now? Amen. Yes. So yes. put it in God's hands. And I left it at that. And God took care of everything. We had food on our table, clothes on our back, transportation. We had everything that we need. That's it. We ain't miss a beat. See, and see, you talk to it, Joe. You talk mm -hmm. to the guy. You talk to it. You was talking to your circumstances, talking mm -hmm. to your Absolutely. And see, our circumstances and our situations, mm -hmm. when we look at it, and that's what Paul said, why we look not at the things that are seen, but the things that are unseen for the things that are seen is just temporary but the things that are unseen are eternal that's so right when i speak to my circumstances when i speak the truth when i speak that eternal word that eternal truth to that situation or circumstances it's got to change that's right, man. you know a lot of times like when brother george was talking our desires cloud our right. ability to see God's provision. That's right. There you go. Be, be, because we live a life, the average person lives a life of excess, right? Mm -hmm. That's just the average person. Now, the amount of excess is that varies, but the average person lives a life of excess. So when we, when we run into our Goliath, we go straight to the tank. <laughs> because now we in a moment where God trying to trying to move us or turn us and okay, he's still meeting the need right but I can't get them joints no more mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> I can't go bowling Friday Saturday and Sunday you know what I'm saying? I can't go to Applebee's after I go bowling amen and, amen. and that's that's not what provision is like 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 brother Charles said he didn't miss no payment no bills went late <laughs> That's what God provision is, and that's what it looks like. But I talk about that trash. That trash in my head gets frustrated because of the excess. I don't have, I don't have access to the excess of stuff. The day to day, He provides the day to day. Yeah. He, he, he's going to always provide for us. But the trash in our head brings along. Think about if if nothing is late, <clears throat> no bills is late. Everything I need is still there. Where the frustration comes from me. Mm -hmm. But me being silly me, I ain't going to get mad at me. Because I want to go bowling Friday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> I want to go to Applebee two for 25 Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, My silly self takes it out on God. Trust me, we all do it. Yes. Because if I'm saying why, 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 I'm, I'm questioning God on his provision. Mm -hmm. Right. His provision is perfect. He's going to always provide for us. I'm his child. He's going to provide for us, but we we don't necessarily talk about the, the excess of the things of the, the desires of our hearts. That's not his responsibility. That's mm -hmm. just not. That's good stuff, brother. But, you know, I, uh, uh, when I, back in 2003, when I, when I, when, uh, I got hurt, if you would have told me at that time that I was a prideful person, 
I would have said no. I, that's that's I'm not no. I trust in the Lord. I mean, the, the Lord is my strength. He's the one that supplies all my needs. That's what was coming out of my mouth. But mm-hmm. when I went to seventy-five dollars a week, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, I, God allowed me to see that I was a prideful person because I was when I was working. God was God gave me the strength and the ability to work, and He was providing. But yet, I saw that as me doing it because I listen. Listen, now, I was okay. good. On my job. I enjoyed my job. I trained other people on my job. I traveled on my job. And I got to a point where it was like, this was Charles doing this thing. <laughs> I don't know about that, but it was a thin line there. And I didn't recognize it until I got to $75 a day. Amen. Amen. Brother John. Yeah. Oh, okay. John, yeah. Did he, did he did he do it in increments? Did mm-hmm. he, was yes. he was he trying to show you and 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 you ignored it until it got to 75? I know I'm just asking for somebody who might be listening. This is yes. this is one of the first things Brother Charles shared with me when we met. Yes, he, he did. But in my oh my God. I don't know what I was thinking at the time. I always thought somebody was that that was prideful was somebody was so arrogant and so full of themselves they can't see nothing else but themselves. But at the same time, that wasn't what Charles was doing. But Charles was still, because mm-hmm. I mean, I got up and went out to work. I made that extra money, all that overtime. I was good on my job. I enjoyed job. It was all that I started, it was kind of small, then it came to a capital I. And when <laughs> I got to I, that's when that, see, pride is so subtle, you can be in it and realize you're there. Right, right. And that's, right. I got called in. But yet now, oh God, I, I just thank God for his grace and his mercy and through it all, man, he still kept us. Right. And, mm-hmm. and now I'm beginning to see, even in that circumstance, that I should have I should have drew on what God had already deposited mm-hmm. on the inside of me, but I was so full of myself that I didn't. Right. I allowed the circumstances, I allowed my Goliath to speak to me. Right. And I heard my Goliath day after day after day after you'll never go back to the railroad. You will never be able to walk again. You can't even get in there and take a shower by yourself. How are you going to get out and support your family? Right. And you over and over. And I started listening to, oh, by the grace of God, mm-hmm. he delivered me. And now I have to look at his truth, what he says to me, and he says to the body and what he says to you now as a believer and a follower of Christ, 
this word is becoming alive to me now. It, I see that I can't make it without this word. Now I'm talking, we talked about that armor and it says in Ephesians 6, it said, finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. See, he, got, he has us equipped to fight in this battle, not only to fight in this battle, but to win this battle. The victory is already ours. And if you think about this thing, oh, using the word to fight your battle, when you use the truth to fight your battle, you can't help but be victorious because the truth is leading you and guiding you. Now, in um, uh, Second Chronicles 20, about the story about Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat was a master. I mean, he was a king, but he was a master at using God's word to operate in and out of. Because Jehoshaphat would always bring God's word back to him. Now, God, you promise okay. you will defend for us. You promise that whoever come against us, that you going to fight for us. Here we are in the temple glorified. I'm, I'm just, you have to read it. I'm just kind of paraphrasing. We are in the temple glorifying and magnifying your name and yet this armor is coming against us and there's no way we can win but you said he kept presenting that word back to God I mean they did that as a nation and God turns around and told Jehoshaphat through a prophet hey you ain't got to fight the battle is not yours and the crazy thing is Jehoshaphat goes and send his army out and he puts the choir in front of <laughs> his yeah. and th th does that make any sense? George, you was in the army. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't, if I'm throwing this bell, I ain't gonna sing. <laughs> <laughs> Jerome, Jerome. Huh? Most time you're too scared to sing. <laughs> too scared to sing, right? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, and this and and this king, oh man, he was so wrapped up into the things of God. This king puts his choir in front of his army, mm -hmm. and they go out against these. Uh, I think it was three different enemies, three different tribes. And if it was, now let me tell y'all, if that was Charles, Charles had his, his archers out front, he, Charles would have had his, his cavalry, second and third would have been the infantry. <laughs> Amen. 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 This man was so wrapped up in the God, he sent the choir out. They went out praising God. And lo and behold, by the time they got to the battlefield, the enemy had turned on themselves. 
Mm. Wow, that's good. That do, I mean, in the in the natural mind, that don't make no sense whatsoever. Right, right, right. Amen. Amen. Now, now I'm running out of time. Right. I'm gonna just tell y'all about this right here with uh with David and Saul. Mm. Last week we talked about um when 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 David got the five stones out of the brook. The stones, five smooth stones, one was for Goliath and one and the other four was for his brothers, okay? But what if we now take this and apply this to our lives in 2022? If we're going to battle now mm. and we have this sack of we need these stones, what would we do? Let me tell you what I came up with. Those five smooth, smooth thongs in 2022 ah, would be faith. Right. Okay. Courage, obedience, and praise. Amen. That's good. That's good. good. That's the that's that's our that's our, right now today. That's ours. That's our stones, smooth stones. And, 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 and you think about the thing, it said that when David got those five smooth stones, they were in the, what, in, in the brook. They were smooth. It didn't say that they were sharp. They said that the water over time, you know, it, and it had the, the stones smooth. <laughs> and you think about that thing, <clears throat> As a believer and as a follower of Christ, you remember we talked about our wives in Ephesians 5. It says that, oh God, let me look at these. I'm, we're talking about these stones. Ephesians 5, 5, 25, and 26. Say, husband, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for the church. Here we go that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water by the word. The stones were in the water and God had washed those stones over a period of time because he knew that his servant David would need those smooth stones that the water had washed so that he would have a victory out of those five stones. Now in Ephesians, God tells us to wash our family. He says here, wash your wives. And, and, and when you're washing your wives, you're sanctifying your wife and cleansing her and washing her with the word of God. So when you Stand as you're in your position as your as a husband, as a man of God. We are supposed to wash our wives or wash our family with the water of the word. Mm. And it don't matter how it look like, it don't matter how it feel, it's my responsibility as a believer and as a follower in operating in the armor of God. And I've gotten my armor tested to say, to stand in my household and say, 
Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Greater is he that's in my wife or my daughter or my son than he that's in the world. But And all while I'm speaking this, you're washing your family member with the word. Can you imagine? I remember when I was in school, Back way back, this one we had to, we had to uh, do the pledge leads to the flag. You had to uh, sing a, a song and you had to know scripture. And I was so defined. I didn't want to learn scripture. I didn't want to sing. I didn't want to hear none of that stuff. And today, I remember the Lord's prayer. How we had to learn. I never would learn. I, I, I made up in my mind, I was not going to learn. I didn't want to hear. God told me, and I, I'm going to tell you, and I'm being honest, I'm going to open myself. If you tell me now to repeat the Lord's Prayer, I can't. Mm. I don't know the Lord's Prayer. But God bought, God showed me. He said, I've been trying to get this into you. I mean, we are, for me, I always said the Lord's prayer was a child's prayer. That was for the children. But he said, I've been trying to get this in you for years. And to say, our Father, which art in heaven, mm -hmm. be thy, name. thy kingdom come, mm -hmm. thy will be done. If as a man of God, and I stand up and declare over my household, if I would have been doing this, and I started doing this, that his will would be done in my life, in my wife's life, in our household, mm -hmm. that his kingdom comes over our lives, over our children's lives, over our household over our finances, that means I'm washing my household, I'm washing my wife, my children with the word of God. And we know once we, and from what we saw right here, what we seen right here, it said that, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the word that he might present it to himself a glorious church. That's what Christ did. And it's my responsibility and it's my... Mm, what I'm supposed to be doing is sanctifying my household. Not by, not by circumstance what the situation is, but putting that word in my mouth and releasing that word over my household, releasing that word over your circumstances, your situation, whatever you may be in, because I can talk to it all day long and won't see no change. If I don't put no word in on my situation, it ain't going to change. All right. Amen. 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 I can definitely tell you. So, <clears throat> when those giants come, when that Goliath come into your life, put some uh, word. Amen. 
You go, amen. Amen. What's the word on it? Amen. Brother John. Yes. Let me ask you something. Those, those 27 years on the railroad, to me, do you think that was your training like David had in the field? No. You don't? No, not that time I was drinking so much liquor, snorting so much cocaine, no. But, that, but how, 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 does, how does that exempt you from being your training period? I don't, I'm just asking because I don't understand. Does that exempt you from being, being because he still, he still brought you with, through it all, through, with all of that? He still brought you to this point. I, I, I reckon to a certain extent, yes, it could. It, 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 it was my training. Because during that time, that whole time, he kept me. Mm -hmm. He kept me, or kept me in my household, even when I wasn't doing what he told me to do. Because mm -hmm. the Lord told us, Jeremiah, what? 29. 29. Uh, 11. And it said, huh? Y'all remember? Yeah. Well, I he knows well, the thoughts that he has for me. Right. Of good and not of evil. And not evil. Yeah. I know it, man. Going to spread the That's, the, that's the answer to, to my question. That's right. He, he, he knew. <laughs> he you you talking about the liquor and the drugs, but Jeremiah 29 11 explains what I was asking. Yes. Even even through all of that. <laughs> he knew where he was taking you. We we never yeah. know. We yeah. we never know where he's taking us. A lot of yeah. times, a lot of times he done took us places and then took us to another place, and we don't even realize the last stop mm -hmm. because his thoughts is not our thoughts. You know what I'm saying? His ways are not yeah. our ways. He's yeah. moving and moving in our lives, and that's and that's why I asked you that. I wanted to see if you if you realize that to me that seemed like your training period because. I work with Charles now sometimes. And mm -hmm. hey, if, if you round Charles, it don't seem like he ever had no back issues. Charles moved like he ain't never caught a crap in his back. Yeah. And, so, <laughs> and that's like, so, yeah, it had to be some that's had to be your training season. Yes. And 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 and, and you know you have to um uh, give him the glory and give him the praise right. because Apart from him, we can do nothing. And do nothing. Um, and, and I'm so thankful that for you guys, because you God has used you guys to help me. Mm -hmm. Because there have been some, oh, it's nine o'clock. There have been some days or some Tuesdays I didn't want to get on the call. Mm -hmm. But yet at the same time, when I got on the call, you guys lifted me. God used you guys to lift me up and to build me up. Amen. 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 And I see where God is working in all every all of you guys' lives. I mean, it's just oh man, we are a team. Amen. Yeah. And and Amen. I'll share this and. and uh, we it's nine. I want I want to share this. Um, although we on a Zoom call, we at different locations: Columbia, Maryland, Greenville, Newberry, 
wherever, prosperity, wherever. We're all separate, but God has used this Zoom call to bring us together physically. Amen. 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 But at the same time, as we come together on Tuesday night, we separated physically, but in the spirit, we in room together. Amen. In the spirit, we are in the presence of God. That's right. And when we are together, we are all in this room with the presence of God and everybody is looking at the king. Amen. And when Dakota looked at the king and with Dakota's in the room, he might see something that George don't see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yet the Holy Ghost is revealing it mm -hmm. through Dakota to get to the whole body. Amen. So Amen. that's why this meeting, when we get together, this call is so important because we all are in the presence of God Almighty. Amen. What Amen. I might not see what Jerome see, I might not see, but when, when Jerome shares what he sees, uh, when Todd shares what he sees, Apprentice, a George, it helps build the body. Mm -hmm. man. That's where we are at today, man. I thought about that thing the other day. I, I, oh, God. It was just like, mm, this time is so valuable and so present. Man. Precious. Man. Really. Mm -hmm. And I, 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 uh, just remember, test out your armor for yoga, for yoga life. Amen. 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 Brother. Amen. I went by. Glory be to God. I went by Brother Charles the other night. Um, what day that was? Wednesday? Thursday? One of the days. Yeah. Yeah. It, no. Whatever day it snowed. Whatever day it snowed last. Yeah, and man, man, when I think about conversations in the two worlds, when I think about conversations I had in the world, I'm I get embarrassed sometimes, but I'm appreciative because it's part of the journey. Right. But man, to think about some of the conversation Big Five had with people, and man, just to man, when you man, when I'm around Charles and man, him and Miss Hattie, man, to say. I've, I've met Charles in 16 and man, when I, when I say you can feel the love, you know, I, I came from a family, mom, dad, and, 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 and I, I know love, man, to, to feel love and have the conversation. Me and Charles, I don't even know if Charles watched football. <laughs> I, uh, I not football. <laughs> we, we talk about the Lord all, it's all the time. And I've, I would have never been comfortable having kingdom conversations in the 90s in the early 2000s I just wouldn't man and, and and it all comes from Tuesday night man it's just mm -hmm. it's just it's just such a blessing man anybody got anything they want to share we got a couple minutes before we do the takeaway shout out hey man that last little bit I heard man God bless you brother Charles hey man because I I can imagine it was an awesome lesson man but just a few minutes that I was on the things that you were saying brother and 
as always, on point, on target. You know, we all got last. I think we talked and discussed just a little bit last week. We all got giants in our lives. And like you yeah. said, put the word on the giant. And that's you right. just said it, brother. And that's what we have to do. We mm-hmm. have to put the word on it. And just like you said, it don't matter if it's just me, you, and uh, or whomever else is on the line. It don't have to be that many. You said it, you know, what the word says, say when two or three are together and we're not even physically touching. You just said it in through social midst. media, through technology. Jesus mm-hmm. is in the midst. Yes, that's right. Because it's all centered around him. Yeah. That's all it. It's that's all centered around him. And oh, yeah. like you said, I can't physically touch you, brother, but I can look at you through this phone. I can look at all the brothers on the phone. And God bless God is right there in the midst because the word says so. When two Amen. or three, just two or three is gathered in his name. And sometimes uh-huh. there are almost nine or ten of us on here sometimes. Hallelujah, God. We say he's in the midst. Amen. And like you said, we got to put the word on him because <laughs> Satan took our Lord and Savior out in the wilderness, took him up on a mountain, said mm-hmm. to turn stones to bread, kneel before me, jump off this mountain, all of that. And Jesus put the word on him every single time. Yeah. And that's what we have to do whenever yeah. we get faced with adversity. Put the word on. Oh, that's it. That's it. Oh, what you got, Jay? What you got, Jay? I see the hamster. No, just let me do my shout out. I got to run for a minute. All right. Uh, the one thing I, I learned tonight that I want to go ahead and hit, then I'm going to get off. Um, and Charles hit on it a little bit. I thought it was very important. I thought he was going to hit on it a little bit more. Uh, when, 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 when David told Saul that he wasn't comfortable in these, do y'all know yeah. what could happen in life if we will always be willing to stand in what we believe instead of listening to someone else. Mm-hmm. Being a leader instead of being a follower. Man. Right. You know, be, a, be a leader of your own thoughts and your own mind and not being ashamed to say, hey, I don't like this. I don't I don't think this is good for me. But mm-hmm. sometimes we fall in situations where we just go along with the flow because I may have a lot of respect for the individual. So I just do what he says. Knowing... Right knowing that I don't feel good about it, knowing that I don't like it. See, David didn't do that with Saul. I'm sure he had a lot of respect for Saul, but he said, hey, I don't feel comfortable and I'm going to do it my way. And yes. I thought that was very big for, for, the, for the save and the unsaved. That just right. talking in layman terms, man. I, I know it's a lot of people in the world that probably follow what other people say and mm-hmm. sometimes they get led down the wrong road. Right, correct. So I bring that out. I want to hit on Good. that. I love you guys, man. Thank you for the night, Charles. Great job. And, yes, sir. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and get off, guys. Got something God bless you, Ron. God hey, bless you, hey, bro. Good job, Jay. I'm going to touch on that real quick when you leave. Good okay. job. Love you, bro. We'll talk All more. Right. All right. Hey, All right. think about, think about, I don't know what heaven going to look like. I don't know what the setup is. But, man, when you start thinking about some of the issues in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. We start thinking about some of the issues in the kingdom. If we could change that by a percentage, certain percentage, kingdom men, being kingdom men, knowing this is wrong, think, okay, let's go back to Trump when when the, the voting and all this, right? Man, man, you had kingdom dudes talking absolutely idiotic. Mm. Idiotic. And, and I ain't trying to get in, and I'm not talking race either. I'm talking kingdom men who say they profess openly 
to love God, then turn right around and start talking absolutely ridiculous. And But then think about how much that influenced other people, though, because believe it or not, right. believe it or not, each one of us on here represents something greater than us, right? Right. Yes. Most guys ain't going to just come up and say, hey, man, I, man, I respect you so much, blah, blah, blah. But they do, right? And that's important. They do respect us. So if I start jumping around and start saying and doing stupid stuff, it impacts the kingdom. How much? I don't know. But it, it does negatively, negatively impacts the kingdom when kingdom men don't stand for the kingdom, right? Yeah. The world stands for the world. And I get that. They're supposed to. But then you got a, a good percentage of kingdom people, especially the men, not standing for the kingdom. So it's holes in that. It's holes in that. The kingdom right. got, the world got 100% of its people. And it got a, way too much of a percentage of kingdom people. Like Jerome said, man, just, you don't have to be belligerent about making a stance. You know what I mean? No, no, bro, I don't, I don't agree with that. And this is why. And this, yeah. is, this is why, you know, even better, God said, you know what I'm saying? We don't have to, I think a lot of times though, I don't know if we comfortable, we don't know how to disagree. Think about uh, Dakota and all of these guys, Josh, and in the world, a disagreement was a show. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. In the world, I'm drinking a couple beers, a couple people around, mm-hmm. say something I don't agree with, it's when B, 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 B. Yeah. And so, so we got to learn. I just think it's something we have to pray about too. God, show me Show me mm-hmm. when I need to stand because everything ain't something to fight. Everything right. ain't my fight, right? But the Holy Spirit will give you the option. Hey, you need to say this. You need to mm-hmm. say something. You know what I'm saying? But everything we do, we still got to be mindful of what we represent. But sometimes when when, we, when they see a group of us taking the stands for the wrong, guess what? Yeah. yeah. It looks right now. <laughs> yeah. It looks, hey, God's people over here too. So, hey, God approved. He sent them. You know what I mean? Hey, they say all kinds of stuff. When they see a group of us standing with the wrong, it now makes sense. It looked like it's right. And God said, hey, 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 what are you doing? So you're just going to waste the Holy Spirit inside of you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was just a good, that was good. Jerome brought hey, that up. No, I'm, I'm going to throw this out, man. I don't, I don't, I don't, I try not to uh, get into politics in any kind of way, shape, form, or fashion than other than exercise of mind. Uh, vote but do you realize i didn't know this um proverbs 29 2 he tells uh, he tells us who we supposed to vote for or who we supposed to have in authority do you know that yeah 29 2 i didn't know where it was at but i know he tells us that let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me let me let me read this to you what he says, he said, when the righteous are in authority, mm-hmm. the people rejoice. Amen. Mm-hmm. Then he goes on, said, but when the wicked bear fruit, the people mourn. So okay. for me, that tells me I'm not, some, I, for me, I don't, it, it, it didn't say when the Democrats are in authority, it didn't say. Republican didn't say when the independent. He said when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But right. when the what? But when the wicked bear rule, 
the people more. <laughs> we definitely, we we definitely went through that. Because people ain't worth a long time. That's right. I said we about twenty presidents in there because people ain't been rejoicing for a long time. <laughs> but that's a that's a that's a that's a system that's a that is that's a system issue. That's a, yeah, that's 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 a man. The system the system is flawed. I mean, yeah. no, I don't, I don't. We'll talk about this after I go after I turn yeah. the live off because I don't. I don't. Everybody got oh, their, yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody got their own views, man. But no. Charles gave description Proverbs 29 with that two and two. Yeah, right, right. So hey, next time somebody calls, I don't know what I look like, man. People come to me, man, and just want to start arguments, man. Like, <laughs> hey, man, listen, man. Hey, vote for who you want to vote for. I, I don't care why you want to argue with me. Somebody sent you over here. But anyway, anybody else before we do our takeaway? All right, Dirty Bird. Yes, sir. Good uh Blessing tonight, Brother Charles. Thank you, man. When you, when you say you're Goliath, and I already know where mine's, <clears throat> excuse me, I know where mine lies at. Unfortunately, mine lies in the workplace, because I believe every day for the last two weeks, I'm being tested and tested and tested. And I, and, and mm-hmm. Amen. I, I am telling Glenn and Todd about a situation and that same situation with a different person came out yesterday, all the way in Mount Pleasant. I'm like, you know what? I couldn't do what I wanted to do, so I, I got to learn how to, like you say, fight your battles. I got, I got, I got to learn that. I got to learn how to hold my peace sometimes too. Hey, but, uh, hey, <clears throat> hey, hey, yeah. Lucifer, hey, Lucifer resides in Mount Pleasant also. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> hey, he was. Yeah. Hey, he little did. Little did the third guy that was working with me, little did he know he was about to get left in Mount Pleasant. <laughs> hey, God can't get no glory for that now. Keep that in mind. Yes, you don't, want, you don't want to be coming down the road. I'm telling you for real, like, you do something like that, man, man, God, you a breakdown <laughs> on the way back. Like, for real, because that's, you on here every Tuesday, you love him. And he's saying, hey, that don't, hey. You can't tag me with that. So both of y'all walking. He walking and you walking. <laughs> Good job. And, uh, oh, real quick, Brother Vaughn called yesterday, man. Phase How you doing? One. He's doing good, man. Phase one of what me and him is going through is done. Um, Hopefully. So you a match? We we think we there because he got Ohio State, then he got the University of Pittsburgh. Ohio State don't know what they want to do, but the University of Pittsburgh, he goes there. I think it's next Tuesday. So, I I I, I believe we are. I mean, if I got through phase, if I got through phase one with Ohio State, I I know because he wants to go to the University of Pittsburgh to do the trans do the transplant. Right. So, I'm ready for it. We definitely, we definitely keep both of you guys in prayer for 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 some of you guys. Uh, Brother Vaughn, the guy you're talking about, Vaughn came on with about four or five times. He, yeah, he, he, if not more, he he was on with us early for a minute, man. So we definitely keep him lifted in prayer. Good job, Brother Josh. Um, Brother Charles, thank you for that word. It, it was much needed and much received. Um, I think we all deal with our own Goliaths and, and, and every day I've been dealing with some lately and 
I just got to keep remembering to speak the word over it and, and to put on my armor. That's it. Just be ready for battle. So I appreciate that. It was well received tonight. And hey, I love man. y'all. Love you too, man. Good job. Hey, love you too, man. Hey, how my babies, have, have my babies call me tomorrow. We got to do, we got to do our weekly Bible session. Hey, man, I'm having, I got you. hey, y'all, I'm enjoying them so much, man. When they call, <clears throat> man, they're telling me their favorite scriptures, man. Their favorite stories, man. When I talk about mind blowing, it's mind blowing to have a conversation with two kids so Amen. bright and so on fire for the Lord. Yeah. I, don't, I honestly don't think, and I don't met a lot of kids, a lot of people. I've never met two kids on fire. I'm talking about on fire. I ain't talking about now. I say my Easter speech and go and sit down. Nah, I'm talking about when they talk. They they talk in depth, in detail. Why this is my favorite character? Why this is my favorite? Uh, yeah. scriptures and, and and man i get chills man for real man oh. man and, and it's just god showing me man he he loves me man and, and and me and josh did not meet by happenstance i believe that right we, we did we did not meet by happenstance all the stuff everybody on here is here by god's design Amen. and god's purpose too so let's not ever forget that good job brother brother joy <clears throat> um i just got uh i i know um uh, uh um, when Brother Charles talking, and Brother Charles, awesome job on the night. Had a Holy Spirit use you and 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 um and and how God spoke uh, to you to speak to us, man. What what a blessing, and I love you, brother, for it. So, hey, I, I, I want to clear something up. What I said, um, not really clear it up, but I want to add something to it because I don't want people to think that um, it's this Christian walk is just. You know, you can say something, and boom, it, it happens. You, you're going to get your faith going to get tested. Mm -hmm. Either way, get tested. Yes. Um, and and like uh, like I like I said, my income dropped to fifty percent, but I had to listen to my wife saying, you know, she all worried. What is we going to do now? I'm mm -hmm. going to take. I'm going to be real with y'all. I had a little fear come over me. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. and no, I'm go from a thousand dollars to five hundred dollars. Now I got a family. I got a. I got a. I got a. Uh, 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 you know, provide for my family. And here I am now. I'm, anybody listening? I'm gonna tell you. It's gonna come up on you. But you gotta believe and trust in God. Now Amen. I ain't gonna. Say, it ain't yeah. gonna come. You know, it, but it is gonna come. It's gonna come on you. But you can't get consumed by that fear. Right. Because Amen. the Bible says that God didn't give us the spirit of fear, but a power of love and. On my, and that's what yeah. talking. So, if, if if the if the same God was back then, it's the same God today. If God supplied everything that I needed at the time when I had it, and even though it it is come to half, I got to believe that He's gonna take care of the fifty percent. Amen. Yeah. Come on, somebody. Amen. So Amen. so anybody on the airway, I just want to let them know, and also. As we were going through the Bible study tonight, if there's anybody out there that don't know Christ, mm -hmm. come on. My number is 803-319-5012. 803-319-5012. And if you don't know Christ and you want to accept Jesus Christ, your personal Savior, you can give me a call. Or any brothers that's on this call, give them a call. We want to lead you to Christ. We're on here. We're, we're, we're giving you the word of God, but we want you to know Christ. Hey, we want to have a relationship with him, relationship with him. 
intimate relationship. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you something, people out there listening, ain't nobody going to love you like Jesus. Amen. Amen. You got that right. Got Come that on, somebody. right. Got that's, that right. That's why I'm the way I am. That's why I got so much love in my heart. People say, well, man, all he do is talk about love. But who ain't going to serve a God like that, knowing all the sin that I had, all the sin that I did, and still going to do some sin, he's still going to love me. Amen. Amen. But I got to ask God to forgive me of my sins. Amen. But I love you guys and anybody out there listening. Hey, 803-319-5012. Yes, sir. Good job, Brother George. Hey, man, that's good stuff. That's strong stuff. And um, to, to, to pick back on that fear, I suggest, I suggest, it's just my opinion, that fear is the gateway to faith. There you go. If we ain't scared of nothing, <laughs> where my faith at? Yeah. yeah. I, I I have no reason to tap into it because right, what am I tapping into it for? Everything yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think fear was God's design immediately following faith. Mm-hmm. It, it, it ain't a whole lot that you can turn to. If I'm right. scared, what else can I turn to? So mm-hmm. fear is God's design to mm-hmm. mold and grow and shape our faith. Mm-hmm. The, the, the more something hurt me, the more I'm scared of something, it's the more reasons to pray. That don't mean I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? That, that don't mean I'm going to do it because I ain't going to act like I do it every time I'm scared of something. Because mm-hmm. I got so much big five in me, I could just right. run over it. And, and of course, that doesn't work. But enough fear and enough losses brings me to my knees i don't go to them i don't go to my knees because mm-hmm. of something tangible that mm-hmm. i can do on my own i go to my knees because i fear the consequences of me not taking it to god because i know i can't beat it good job brother george hey, let, me, let me add this, let me add this real quick for the next person the holy spirit listen to this this is so important yes you're gonna have fear but what what happens when, when you when you get rid of that fear, then you all you, you start thinking about what God has done for you in the past. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. God yeah. up until this point. So then he start then he then bring it back to your remembrance. Look, I was with you when you went through that. I was with you when you went through this. Mm-hmm. And I was with you when you went through that. And he brings back to your memories. And now all of a sudden, now the Holy the Spirit is, is, is speaking to you and getting you on the right track. We walk by faith. And not by sight. Of things hope for and the evidence of things not seen. Not seen. Without faith, you have no power. Without mm-hmm. faith, it's impossible to believe. But you know, it's, it's impossible to please God. Amen. Right. Word. That illustration word. that you just used, Brother George, mm-hmm. that remembrance, that remembrance, right. that remembrance, that time too, right. that time too, that time too. Right. right. And that's how your faith, that's how right. your faith escalates. See, yeah. faith is not a one-stop thing. It's not a one-stop shop. Uh, I, don't, I don't have, it's not a one level of faith. When mm-hmm. I remember all the stuff he, he kept Big Five from that I deserve, right. Right. which is important, that I feel like I deserve, that he kept me from, man, man, won't he do it? Won't mm-hmm. he do it? Won't he, and he can do it. He can and he will do it. And so my faith continues to grow and that fear minimizes because I know that he got me. I know he got me. Brother Darren. What's up, man? Uh, 
two things. Uh, just uh, I was I was just listening to about the fear uh, thing. Can you can you clarify what you meant by that? Because like you said, you said that fear was designed by God. Well, that's what you said, right? Fear is designed by God. I, well, I think it was is his intention with without fear. Without fear, we wouldn't draw on our faith. And I could be wrong. I just can't see another reason to, to we don't naturally just walk around faithfully, faith filled. We just don't because we we were born into sin. Right. We, we, we were born into sin, so we don't just float through and be um, filled with faith and I'm just going to use my faith all day. Help right. me. Help me. I, I, think, I think that's what separates. I think that's, I think faith is something that you have to, you have to, uh, you have to learn how to do. Um, right. Naturally, Definitely. Naturally, yeah. naturally, as human beings, we fear. Like that's an emotion. That's that. That's considered a a form of emotion to fear something because of the unknown or because right. of being hurt or whatever. I I don't think. I think it's it's one or the other. I don't think they can coincide because the Bible says that God doesn't give us the spirit of fear, but He gives right. us mind a sound judgment. You know, I'm paraphrasing the scripture, but. Those two can't really work together right. at all. It's like oil well, I mean, more like the that fear, the fear of God. Right. The fear you of God. Respect. So you you mean the respect of God? Right. Right. In more more essence uh, instead of the fear of God. I know we say that cliche is like fear yeah, of God. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Respect of God. Um, the respect of His presence, the respect of who He is. That's right. what we. That's what we fear. Per se, but not necessarily fear as if, as if I'm scared because God doesn't want us to right. be scared. Yeah, definitely. No, He don't want us walk around on, on eggshells all. Right. But of course, of course, the more the more that we um, indulge in, in, in prayer, indulge into relationship with God, the more our faith grows because we don't allow that fear to overcome, and we can right. combat that that natural, just like sin. You know what I'm saying? Like we're mm -hmm. able to say, "No, nah, I ain't doing that," et cetera, et cetera. But Okay, that that was just clarity for me. That was that right, was clarity. Right. That's good. That's good stuff. That's good so, stuff. But, uh, and I wasn't trying to be combative. I was just trying to get. No, man. You know that's how we roll. We don't. I uh, think we don't do enough of it. We used to. Yeah. Everybody, uh, everybody love each other so much now, brother Joe. Right. <laughs> the, the second thing is, uh, brother Charles, man, I, I appreciate it, man. I, I felt where you were coming from. Um, you know, we all face. I think we all can give a hundred Goliaths. Mm -hmm. uh, in our um, in our in our lives right now, but um, I think the biggest thing for me to take away was when I read this particular story is David was a true example of what what you should do when you face adversity um, because because David knew if Goliath got close enough to him, it was over. Yes, right, he, right. He knew it was all or nothing. And uh, and and he knew that if 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 Goliath got his hands on him, it was over with. Um, so he knew that God was on his side, but he showed such resilience. He showed mm -hmm. so much courage, bravery. Um, and I feel like the five stones that he chose, um, um, that it showed that he was gonna stand his ground. Um, that he was going, that he was going, he didn't know what the outcome was going to be when he threw the stone. He didn't know if he was going to kill him or not kill him. Right. Um, all in. And I feel like it showed having those five stones. 
I wasn't, I don't think he was anticipating missing, but he just didn't understand that. He didn't know the outcome, but he was ready for whatever the outcome was going to be. So I think that's what those five stones, in my perception, and also uh, one last point is um, just from everything we gathered is that sometimes, a lot of the times, um, you know, as, as far as in this particular aspect, and, we, you know, we all come from different different ways of life, different, you know, situations, but a lot of times in this particular uh, story that we have to learn to be, in, sometimes we got to take it to the enemy. Um, right, right. 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 If like he comes close, he's going to kill us. Mm-hmm. He's going to kill us. If he get his hands on us, he's going to kill us. So sometimes we got to take it to him. And, right. and David was very strategic and he knew what he was capable of doing. And he used his gifting that he that he had and he and he maximized. It. And I think that us as individuals, if we use the gifting that we have, that God has given us, that we will be able to defeat, defeat a lot more Goliaths and not be in certain situations. And then, and then we can get some things done uh, um, a lot more, a lot more better. Basically, just teaching us to be more aggressive, be more, right. be more, be more. Know who we are and know whose we are uh, when right. we're doing it. And then we attack the enemy first. And that's that's what I got from it. Amen, man. Good stuff, brother Darren. Good stuff, man. As always, man. Hey, I don't, I don't have no problem, man. Back in it, <laughs> early parts of every step of the way. We we challenge each other a little more, which man, I, I love that because trust me, I ain't no scholar. I'm just an <laughs> outspoken guy who loves the Lord. That's it. Yeah, yeah, no scholar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't uh, tell you uh, what not one scripture. Had. People be asking me now because some of my younger guys right here they call me real up now. Like, uh, hey, man. My old lady, my old lady said she's looking for such. Hey, bro, tell her to get the book. I, I can't. I'm and I ain't being fun. I can't tell you what nothing that. I, I can call some guys. I got some brothers. I got 12 of them on call standing by. But man, brother Charles, what was your five, what was your five stones again? What were, what were their faith? My five stones oh, yeah. were faith, trust, courage, obedience, and praise. Yes, I love that. And and, and, and to follow up what Darren was saying, like uh, God wants us to take it to the enemy when we use our five stones and the and 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 and, and the word let me and I'm gonna share this Hebrews 412 when we attack when we using that word listen let, let, let me this is a oh God I gotta calm down <laughs> this is a description of the word Hebrews 4.12 says, says, for the word of God is quick. Quick. Yes, sir. <laughs> Any two-edged sword, piercing even to the divine as under of the soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intent of the heart. If that word, if I'm saying... Greater is he that's in me than he is in the world. That's the word. That's what I'm saying and confessing is powerful. God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. He just told us that how powerful that word is. And it's just like in training, 
I can't go out and run track and run 20 miles on my first trip. I have to build my up. I work. Right. right. And that's the same thing the way it is with the word. I have to get in there and I have to work on this thing. And working it, I'm going to start seeing the results. The more I work this thing, the more skillful I am going to become. And like Todd, you said Big Five, Big Five, God allowed Big Five, like you said, <clears throat> your nature, that Big Five is a warring nature, mm -hmm. but he wants that warring nature to fight for the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. He uses what you already had. He used what David had to take down what? The giant. Right. And he uses what we have as believers and followers of Christ to take down our giants. Oh, okay. All right. Um, Amen. You know, something, and I, I know I'm going, it's, it's, ooh, it's 930. <laughs> uh, golly. On that, that um, those five stones under obedience, I found, I, I, I seen this, and this is out of the, uh, this is John 14, 23. And this out of the True Passion translation. Anybody heard of that? I have. The, the TPT. Yep. And look what this 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 translation said. Mm -hmm. Reply: Loving me empowers you to obey my truth, and my Father will love you so deeply that He will come to you and make you our dwelling place. Amen. Amen. He said, the love is going gonna, is gonna to empower us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Amen. Hey. Mm. What do you say, Mr. Robert? <laughs> Uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> good, good job. Good job, Brother Todd. Before, before I turn it over to, to Brother Dakota, and he going to pray us out after his takeaways. Um, me and Charles talked the other night, and <clears throat> the five stones for me, I try to look at things from different, se several perspectives, and for me, those five stones represent... <clears throat> the giant that we're currently facing or headed to and the ones that's coming. I, I think God wants us to always know that we're not going to just face one giant. Mm, yeah. I mean, we, we just yeah. not, we, we're just not right. going to face one Goliath right. and, and, and we're going to slingshot him and then life's going to be hunkadori, especially for someone watching because someone who's watching this, who might not know the word, mm. you know, it was Goliath had brothers, and I'm mm -hmm. sure David had to be David had to be watching over his back while he was still doing the kingdom's business. But those five stones represent this this Goliath that I'm facing, and to be prepared for the ones that's in the future. So that's that's what the five stones represent for me. Great mm -hmm. lesson tonight, brother Charles. Um, brother Robert, you got anything real quick? You pop on here at nine fifty nine. <laughs> I can say a word. Uh, thank you, Brother Charles, for the lesson tonight. I was listening on the road, man. I'm flying in 
on the, on the bus. But this, you said something earlier, Todd, about you was talking to uh, Georgia dog about how he can't, you know, treat the gentleman, the young man, a certain way, and how it's gonna turn on. And you was talking about the kingdom. We represent the kingdom. We do. And that's at all time. Mm -hmm. Even when we're going through trials and tribulation, we still have to represent the kingdom in, in a way that's pleasing to God. We can't just take a day off and say, well, I'm going to lay my Holy Ghost down. You know how some folks talk. <laughs> all that foolishness. If it's that easy to lay down, you ain't got nothing. Yeah. Like, 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 like you saying about David. Man, come on, David, the smallest thing in the whole in the whole kingdom out there in the battlefield. Yet he triumphed over Goliath. Come on, man. Come on. And, and we know some little fellas in the neighborhood that you grew up with that nobody messed with because they might have got a little something more than they wanted. But right. but we, we have to represent, we, we have to remember that we represent God at all times. At all times. Even when we're feeling bad, don't want to be bothered, even and no matter at your worst day, you still represent God. If you king, if you're a kingdom man, as you were saying, Todd, then you gotta know that nothing can do any harm to you as long as you got God on your side. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna go through, but how are you gonna go through? You're gonna go through whining and crying. Hey, why me? Why why me, bitch? Man, that's not kingdom minded. That's not what the, what the men of God do. You actually, I'm going to say this and I'm, I'm going to let you go. You actually have to almost tell yourself what's next. Because the God I serve is ready. What's next? What you got next for me? What challenge do you have next for me? That's, that's good right there, brother Robert. That's good right there. That's good stuff right there. I love you. Real quick, Georgia dog. And I just got re-reminded of this man a lot of times the people that we come in contact with consistently i don't want to say assignment because sometimes people will debate that mm. but i can't you can't debate impact no one can debate my impact on someone that i spend time with and right. and so so what if this dude is curious what is he what if he curious about the kingdom and leave him on side I-26, 180 miles. Amen. Amen. He's no longer curious about the kingdom. No longer Amen. curious about the king. And you don't want to get to the gate. And he, hold on real quick, Georgia dog. You remember down in Mount Pleasant? <laughs> you left me. I forgave you for all that other stuff because you didn't know no better. But you joined a group called Every Step of the Way, Every Tuesday, and you had the audacity to leave your co-worker, not a stranger, hitchhiker, dude you took down to Mount Pleasant and left him. <laughs> Be gone. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to leave him on 26. I wouldn't put him off on the bridge, bro. Yeah. I, don't know how, I don't know how God see none of that, but I don't want you to miss your opportunity <laughs> to have an impact on the kingdom because that's, that's what we want to do. That's right. And, it, and one thing I realized that this walk, man, we have to swallow so much stuff. Amen, brother. Amen. We have to, Amen. We have to eat and, and swallow. So for anybody who's listening, yeah, y'all might look at us and we look like we got it going on and we we happy. We are happy. 
but this, but this walk is not easy. So we got to bite our tongues. We got to swallow. Man, I, man, I done had to swallow so much stuff. I'm almost choking sometimes. <laughs> but hey. it's not it's not about me. That's it's right. not about me. Look, All about Jesus. thankfully, God just sh- shut my mouth while he brought her my tongue because I ain't that good at it. He just won't let that come out. I start speaking. And then I know I'm not saying the right thing. But anyway, Brother Dakota, take it home. Todd, can I can I speak on that real quick before we get to Dakota? Yeah, I'll yeah, be real quick. One of the things that helped me with my actions and reactions to people is think about us who are saved, who do know God, when we're going through something tough, how it can have us down, how sometimes we act out of character when God working on us with something. What if he working on that person is making you mad? He working with something and you interfering and block their blessing. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to miss the, right You don't want to miss out on heaven. Yeah. For some stuff like this, stuff like that, man. Yeah. So that's good stuff, bro. You got anything else, Jack? Nah, that's it. That's good. That's good stuff. Good job. Brother Dakota, take us home, man. Amen. Amen. Bless all you mighty men of God on tonight. Brother Charles is awesome as always. I'm leaving one out, Brother Charles, but let me know what it is. I got faith, trust, courage. Obedience and praise and prayer, praise, and praise, praise. <clears throat> yes. And one thing, God bless you. That's that's awesome. What God gave you with that right there, them five things, and that's something that we all need to to practice every day. Them five things right there, Amen. And and Dirty Bird, look here, brother. <laughs> brother, we need you to get this kidney, brother. We don't need any hiccups on the way. <laughs> all right. We don't yes, need Don't please don't block your own blessing, brother. We need you to get Amen. this kidney. We've been praying for you, and please don't mess this up by letting a person block that for you, man. Don't do it. You, you bigger than that. Don't do it, brother. I know you're facing obstacles at the job, brother. That's part of your Goliath that we're talking about. Put the word on it, man. Pray mm-hmm. before you get to work. Pray when you get up in the morning. Pray on the way. Pray on the road, brother. Keep them prayers up, just like part of the five stones where Brother Charles was saying, praise. Give God praise and worship, man, and people won't get so under your skin like that. We all human. We all get emotions. I know you want to slap the fire out of some people, man, but God, you've got to pray, man. You've got to pray. Like I said, brother, we need you to get this kidney, and we don't need no hiccups. We need somebody to be a perfect match so your body can take it, and it lasts a lifetime, brother. That's what we need, and that's definitely what we're praying for. Hallelujah. We're praying for that, brother, because we love you. And we Amen. don't want, if anything, we don't want you to mess it up. So please, don't let nobody get up under your skin. The devil is a liar. And you tell that devil he's a liar. When you find yourself getting upset, that devil is a liar. Quote your favorite scripture, no matter what it is and whatnot. And keep saying that thing over and over. But praise, brother. Trust in God. Have faith. Be obedient. All of that what Brother Charles gave tonight. Practice that daily. Daily, man, because we love you, man, and we want to see this thing get. We want to hear that praise report. How you got a perfect match, man, and, and that's. And I tell you, that's gonna make our day, man. God bless you, man. Brother Dakota, brother Dakota, I just want to clear this up. Uh, you giving a kidney, right? Yeah, I'm giving one. I'm yeah, giving one. Okay. He, he's giving the kidney. I just want to. Yes, you about to right, I just want to try to be right. That's all. Uh, you, you can go ahead, but yeah, I, I thought we, we was giving the kid. Okay, we good. Those stuff is right. Well, let's go ahead and continue that. But brother, Amen. please, brother, continue to do that. 
and wasn't that on a daily basis, that right there. And Brother Todd, you were saying something earlier. I think you asked uh, George about, was that possibly his training, them 27 years and whatnot, and you had me thinking about me long before 2003, before I gave my life to Christ. And it makes you wonder, man, because like I said, I ran hard for the devil, hard and whatnot. I, I, when I was at Fort Riley, Kansas for two years in the Army, I didn't go to church not one time on a Sunday. Not once. Nobody never invited me. I didn't go and whatnot. I wasn't going to go to church unless you asked and whatnot. But running hard for the devil, being faithful to all of these teams that I like. If I'm being faithful to Cowboys and Braves and and, and, and all of that, and the Lakers and all of that type of stuff in the game cost, I can be faithful to Christ like that. I can be faithful to my wife like that. I literally, if I'm faithful to those things that's not of God, Lord knows I can be faithful to Jesus and not to leave him. Dallas right. can go on 16. I'm going to still be a Cowboy fan. That's faith. God ain't never turned his back on me. And I believe that's part of my training coming up. If you that's right. because people have switched teams like it ain't nothing. I stick right. with my And if I'm going to stick with my teams like that, no matter how bad they are, I can stick with Jesus all the way to the end. Amen. That's right. Man. I can stick with them all the way to the end. If I do yeah. that for un, if I do that for unholy things, I know I can do that for the holy. No matter yeah. how hard the devil come at me and whatnot. But God bless you, brothers, man. That was a powerful lesson on tonight, amen. And, and all of that what what uh, Jerome was saying, man. Because if you you know you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And just like you said, but like you said, brother Ty, we got to use wisdom and ask God because when it's time to speak up, it's time to speak up. And whatnot. Right, right. And don't have, don't be doing nothing if you don't want to do something. I mean, just if it ain't right, it ain't right. And just Amen. say it ain't right. Amen. God bless you all, you brothers, on tonight. Um, is everything going all right with Brother Glenn and everything? Uh, yeah. He um he he had, he got off of work late. Oh, okay, okay. We'll keep our brothers in prayer. Him and uh Brother Prentice and all that, and uh, Brother Rick uh, Mendenhall and all of them. We'll keep all that men of God that's not on here. If they are on here, are not saying anything. God bless them. Because sometimes I. I know Rick sometimes don't say nothing and I miss him and whatnot. I'm gonna have to text him, let him know I'm thinking about him. Uh, we, uh, other than that, do we have any prayer requests for tonight before we close out? Uh, just keep praying for my wife, Tiffany, and my son, Caleb. They they still dealing with COVID. Still dealing with COVID, okay. Amen, amen, amen. Let's go ahead and go into a word of prayer. If all hearts and minds are clear, let us pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord, for this Zoom meeting on tonight. Father God, bless every man of God that's on the line tonight. Bless them and their families, Heavenly Father. Bless those that are not on the line tonight, Heavenly Father. Watch over them and keep them and cover them in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, I thank you, Heavenly Father, for these brothers, God. Bless Brother Charles for this awesome lesson on tonight, God, and let us apply it, Heavenly Father. Let us apply every last bit of it, Heavenly Father, from faith, trust, courage, obedience, and praise, Father God. I pray that we do this and do this every day. We put on the armor of God, Father God, and I pray if there's any giants in our life, God, we will put the word on them, God. There's nothing too hard for you, nothing too strong for you, Father God. Your word says that we are overcomers. Your word says that we are more than conquerors in the mighty name of Jesus. Your word says that we have the victory in Jesus' holy name, God. And we believe that. Hallelujah, God. 
Father God, I'm praying, Heavenly Father, Lord, for Brother Boy's family. Heavenly Father, watch over Tiffany and Caleb in Jesus' holy name, God. There's nothing too hard for you, God. By your stripes, we are healed, God. We speak healing over them right now, Heavenly Father. Praying, Heavenly Father, Lord, that they be healed, that they be strengthened, and you get the glory, God, and nobody else in the mighty name of Jesus, because your word says you will not give your glory to another in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we love you, we praise you, we give you honor, and whomever teaching on next Tuesday, God, use them in a mighty way and bless them, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, God. We give you praise, we give you honor, because you're worthy to be praised. In Jesus' holy name we pray, amen. 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 Our uh, brother Josh is teaching next Tuesday. Definitely looking forward to that. He always, he always knock it out the park, so we're definitely looking forward to that. Everybody mm -hmm. be safe this weekend. You have a mm -hmm. blessed weekend. Love you guys. I love you. Have my baby call me tomorrow, Josh. I got you. I got you. All right. Y'all be safe. Yeah, you too, bro. All right. Amen. Love you.